Hey everybody, welcome to Matt Likes Girls, episode number seven, lucky number seven, seven. Uh, this week we have the beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, talented, hilarious, uh, she looked nice, hair smelled good, I didn't smell it, but I'm sure it smelled outrageous, uh, Lisa Traeger on the program, comedian from Chicago for now, soon to be in your hearts. Your minds, maybe your wills, I don't know, uh, if you're loose with that sort of thing. I uh, hope you've been enjoying the show. Um, I enjoyed doing it, and you know, I wouldn't do this show if it wasn't for you, the listener. Not necessarily true. I probably would still do it just to have it, uh, just because I love spending these times with these ladies in my bedroom. Hello. Uh, still 0% action, and it's not that I'm going for action, um, future guests of the show. I'm not. I'm not recording it to to make out or anything. I'm just reporting that in case anyone's concerned. Anyone thinks like, I bet once that record button goes off, it's probably, I can tell the tension, they're probably making out. So far, not the case. So, But I will totally tell you unless that person uh, makes me sign a piece of paper that says that I'm not allowed to do that. I will, you'll be the first person that I let know you the podcast listener will be the first person that I let know. Uh, she's not on this episode, but I'm super excited. I, uh, I think I'm going to have my mom on because Matt likes his mom. Uh, I do. I do like my mom. Um, she's a girl, too, because uh, she birthed me. I think she, and this is gross to say, but I think she was close to, like, not bleeding out. That sounds horrible, but she had some, some hemorrhaging uh, after I was born. I was I clawed my way out of that the uh, that uterus um i don't know if i use the right term on the on the ladies uh i didn't want to say vagina because that weird sounds weird talking about your mom's vagina but uh i yeah whatever it's called the stomach thing i don't know i'm really dumb we're actually gonna you'll hear lisa and i talk about how stupid we are uh in this episode uh, it was super fun having Lisa over at the house. She stopped by uh, between work and a show because she is a working comedian and hilarious at it. Um, I would say her style is just very conversational if you get a chance. Uh, I'm sure if you type in Lisa Traeger, uh, the name will be uh, on this podcast. Go to YouTube. I'm sure she's got some YouTube uh, links. Uh, it's very good. Very funny lady. I've uh, been lucky enough to have her at uh, YFF at least twice, hopefully more in the future, because she's very funny. Um, anything, uh, please, if you're in the Chicagoland area, check Lisa out, actually, uh, this Friday, which will be the day after this is released, um, on the 9th, she's going to be doing uh, two shows at the Lincoln Lodge, that's at the corner of Lincoln and Irving Park, somewhat close to my house, but I'm not going to tell you where that is. And uh, she's doing two shows, one at 8 and one at 10.30. It's only $10. Uh, you might be able to do some two-for-ones. I don't know for sure. Uh, if you're feeling more of a sketch comedy thing and you're like, you know what, I love stand-up, but I kind of want to see sketch comedy, uh, 9 o'clock that Friday at Second City at Donnie Skybox, check out... Um, 
put meat in the glove compartment. Someone put the meat in the glove compartment. It's uh, Rena Calm Show. I feel like I should plug it uh, every week until it's over since she was lucky enough. Lucky enough? That's not the word. Since she was nice enough to come on the show. So your two chances to see comedy here in the city of Chicago, or if you're listening to this past then, uh, every Saturday night in the city, check out Your Funniest Friends, uh, which would be me and four other people, including Megan Gailey, who is mentioned on this podcast, and I really can't wait to get her on this uh, show myself. Um, but check us out every Saturday night at the Joint 650 North Dearborn, 8 o'clock. You can uh, buy tickets online, yourfunniestfriends.com. So that's exciting. Yeah, Lisa was super fun. Um, it's, probably, it's, it's usually always the longest chat that I've had with people. <laughs> uh when they're on here but it was good it was a good time we talked uh, about a lot of stuff that i didn't expect us to talk about religion i'm not gonna go completely into it uh the show is sponsored by no one uh i record it myself i do all the editing and all that so if you like the show uh feel free uh to hit us up on itunes say hey matt loves girls matt likes girls well we like matt and the girls that he interviews uh, write a nice review, hit some five stars, share it with your friends, say, Hey buddy, or lass, I love this podcast. You gotta check it out. It's called Matt likes girls. He really does like him cause he talks about it way too much. Um, also Matt likes girls dot com is the place to check out what the, everybody looks like and all that kind of fun stuff. It's a good website. I put little to no work into it. So that's uh, Tumblr. Tumblr's pretty easy. Uh, and I'm at Matt Riggs on Twitter. And if you follow me because of this podcast, send me a tweet saying like, Hey, Matt, I, Matt likes girls is good. Or I'm following you because of Matt likes girls or, uh, something. Just let me know that you listen because of this. So hurrah for life. Um, my life's fine. I went back to work. Um, things are good. I got to see some friends and do some comedy. Uh, I was on a talk show. If you go to egen.tv, you can check out uh, the history. I was on a talk show on the nightcap uh, on Tuesday, March the 5th, 6th, Tuesday, March the 6th. I was on. I did some stand-up, so you can check that out over there if you like. If not, how about you just stay calm and you just listen to this episode of Matt Likes Girls. All right? Does that sound good? Cool. Well, do me a favor. Please follow me on Twitter. Leave a good review on iTunes. And as always, enjoy the rest of your life. How many shows do you do a week usually? Um, I mean, this month has been awesome. So okay. it just like depends. Like sometimes I have maybe like two shows a week. Yeah. And then, like, this week, I had one Monday, yesterday, today, and then I have two on Friday. That's awesome. Yeah. So, it, like, totally depends. I mean, that's what comedy is. It's like, you're going up, and then you're back down. Yeah. You have to write new jokes, and then you're getting bunches of stuff, and then you're not. And mm-hmm. so, like, yeah, it just depends on the month. Okay. Or the week. How do you feel, like, uh, and this is, we'll start here. This is Lisa Traeger. Hey, Lisa. Hey. So excited to be here. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was super nice when you, I emailed you and you're like, yeah, dream come true, which I know is not real, but I appreciate <laughs> it. It is. I, cause I kept seeing you post other women on this and I yeah. kept getting mad. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping, I'm hoping this makes other, other people mad as well. Like, why are I not on it? 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm like that. Like when I see other people that are doing things that I haven't done, I like flip out of my head. Oh, well, it's not because I wouldn't have wanted you. It's just because these are the people I talk to. Oh, yeah. No, I get it. (laughs) But like my own like. Sure. Oh, no, I do that kind of stuff all the time. Like um, a couple months ago, and I think I've talked about this on a podcast. I saw Derek Smith was going down to Punch Drunk Comedy in St. Louis in January. And we had gone down in September at the same time. And I was like, oh, why aren't I going back? And then I had to remember, wait, idiot, you're going in February. Like, it was, oh. I was just mad for like five seconds. That was a fun show. Yeah. Oh, you, you were on that show? I went, but I was with um, Ricky, Megan Gailey, and Bill Cruz. Oh, wow. So that was just like really fun. And that would be Bill fantastic. Cruz like had to thank Ricky for being there because me and Megan were so <laughs> annoying to him. <laughs> Because he's gay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He might be our first male on Matt Likes Girls. That seems weird to have a gay guy on Matt Likes Girls. Oh, yeah. No, you don't have to do that. That That seems weird. And he's not girly. He's not like a freaky guy. He's not at all until he gets drunk. And then he is uh, at least touchy. I don't know about. No, that's know. very manly. Is it? I guess to you're touch right. and grope people. I guess I'm not that way. Like I feel like I'm not that way because there are people that are that way, and it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm yeah. always uncomfortable. Are you? Yeah, like I don't. I I don't know. I don't like to talk to new people or like mm-hmm. flirt or like. I can't imagine just going up to someone and like starting to touch them. Yeah. Right. Like I can't. And if someone did that to you, how would you feel? Um, one of my biggest pet peeves is forced hugs okay. or like people getting too close or like touching me when I don't want to be touched. Okay. Cause like, especially with comedy, you walk into a room and it's like, you know, pretty much 30 or 40 people. Sure. But like, I only want to hug maybe four people. Yeah. But like, if you hug one person and two people are together, they want to hug you or like some people just pick, Hey, Lisa, and come hug me. And like, I don't want to be hugged by them. Sure. I myself kind of, I like to, you know, a handshake is even too much sometimes. Like, hey, hi, this is what I do to people in normal life. I say hello. I don't shake their hand. Yeah. Why do we need to touch each other? Because we're in the same room? I'm not into it. I don't get it. It's it's upsetting. And people get offended, but it's like, it's just a personal space issue. Yeah. I'm starting to realize what bothers me more than that is if I do shake someone's hand, the moment we shake hands, they look away from me. I'm like, what are you? That bothers me. that's weird. Right? No, you have to make eye contact exactly. and like have a firm handshake. Yeah. Like one dude on Monday like shook my hand and like looked away and I, was, and I held onto his hand and I was like, you should look at me when you do this. And then I think. Are you into etiquette and rules? No, but I just feel like that's, it makes me uncomfortable. Just that yeah. particular thing. No, I'm not into etiquette at all. Although I do put my fork on the left hand side. Is that right? Oh. I have no idea. Yeah, because you cut with the right. Okay. All right, for cool. more, like, ability. So if you're left-handed, you gotta go the other way then? I think so. Okay. Did you learn these, or you just picked them up from a kid, or? or well, it's just easier kid? to cut with the a hand knife. that has the most power. Oh, okay. Sure. That, so it's just more of a logic game. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, not like weird etiquette. Like, there, I've watched, like, Wife Swap and, like, Real Housewives where they have etiquette people come mm-hmm. in, and it's weird. Like, I think it's people that, like, want to prove who's more like rich and classy so they have okay. to prove that they know more etiquette or like history of etiquette it's strange do you think like right now i live a very shitty life there's two pizza boxes over there there's a cup from mcdonald's from i just I have don't no understand why you don't have any posters i i don't know i just it seems permanent to me and i've been here for two years and i just i don't know like that like even if i'm somewhere for like summer camp i will yeah. like post lots of pictures i don't know i don't think about it or like a poster or i have a tapestry that i've considered putting on the wall but i just yeah, you I've should never do done it. it 
to spruce the place up a little bit? Yeah, bare walls are weird. Okay. All right. I'll take that into... It's just... It doesn't look lived in. you got to put something on the walls. So you've lived here for two years? Yeah. Are you going to keep living years. here? Uh, Yeah. We're, I just talked to my... We had a weird conversation of like... Because there were a couple times where I wasn't the best cleaner when she got upset with me. Yeah. So I, I went up to her and I was like, uh, so when's Lisa up? And she's like, this day. I was like, uh, I guess we should talk about that. And she's like, why? And I'm like, are we cool? And she's like, yeah. And like that was the whole conversation. Oh, okay. What I, does she like, do? Uh, She's a school photographer. And also a Like comedian. school pictures? Yeah. Do you know Amy Sumter? She runs the Cates. No. Oh, have you ever done the Cates? No. The she and Kelsey Huff run the Cates at the bookstore. At the bookstore. I yeah. Know, I knew there was a lady show at the bookstore. Yeah. But I did not know who did it or anything. Yeah, it's uh, Kelsey and Amy. Oh, fun. Okay, so she's comedy. Yeah. That's fun. School photos are fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, but do you do that all year round? Uh, not in the like summer. No, summer it's off. Does she get unemployment? She gets unemployment, and she also works at Wishbone. I feel like I'm telling way too much about her. But yeah, no, I like yeah. Wishbone. Wishbone's great. Yeah, yeah, I've been there a few times for brunch. Uh, if you ever go on a Sunday, uh, she's the bartender. Oh, okay. Yeah, so anyone out there listening, feel free to say hi to Amy. <laughs> <laughs> and well, then she'll be, that. yeah, I feel like I should give her a whole schedule. Yeah, she seems to have stories about taking kids' pictures. And the day I went to the Kate show, one of the kids whose pictures she had taken was at the show. Like I don't think like I'm many per- years later, no, like or as a, a kid, oh, maybe okay. a couple years later, but <laughs> still in school. That's quite like I always. Does she have to travel really far? She just yeah, she drives around this area like the suburbs and stuff. But I mean, they take pictures what September, October, and then she just does sports. No, they like reshoots. Like sometimes she has to go to a place for one picture. Oh, like one kid with yeah. accent. Or they had an ugly photo or whatever. When I was in eighth grade, I had my photos retouched because I had so much acne. Like? Like they had a thing called like soft touch and you paid extra and they retouched it for you. Do you, like looking back, would you rather have seen what your eighth grade self looked like or are you glad? There was enough photos. My family is like a photo family. So we always took photos. But like, yeah. No one, I mean, I didn't want to have like acne in my yearbook. Sure. They're black and white tiny photos. I was an idiot for it's paying not, extra. But. Yeah. I want to ask about your friend. I know they're, uh, they're, they are Russian immigrants. Is that Yeah. Correct? I mean, I was born there, but I came here when I oh, was. You were like, born in Russia. Okay. Yeah. But I came when I was like three. So you're like a Regina Spector type. Yeah. Okay. I like that comparison a lot. She's Thank great. you. Yeah. No, she's, she's really one of my cool. Favorites. Yeah. But my sister's 10 years older than me. So she was 12 or 13 when she oh, came here. Oh, okay. How is it different for her? Like, did she, she well, already had a grasp of the language and all that stuff. I mean, I guess you did a little bit, but. Of American? Of Russian. Oh, that, I mean, we still speak it in the home to this day. Oh, okay. Cool. Nice. I mean, mine's gotten weaker for sure, just because mm-hmm. I spend less time with my parents than I yeah. used to as a kid. So, like, I'll notice, like, s- there's words that I say wrong, or, like, I, I forget what, like, certain words are. Okay. And how long after, like, did you wait for the Soviet Union to, to fall, or? Yeah. Well, it, uh, it, we came in 90 or 91, and I think That's communism ended in 92. Okay. How did you get to be able, like, did you leave full time? You could just leave full time? No, it was asylum because we were Jews. Oh, so okay. Between 88 and 92, like, there's a huge group of Russian Jews that came. I didn't know that. They okay. hate Jews. Russia is not a fan of the Jews. Um, no. And, like, we were, now it's Ukraine, and so that area was weird, and, like, Ukrainians and Russians didn't get along. And so mm-hmm. there was just like lots of 
I don't know. I should know more. Yeah. I'm pretty ignorant. But it's weird because they fought against the Germans in World War II who were not, I don't think they were Jew friendly from no. everything I've read in history. No. But Stalin killed tons of Jews too. Oh, all right. Stalin killed more Jews than Hitler. Really? Yeah. Stalin killed like 10 million people in like labor camps. Yeah. Well, like during the communist time and like Stalin, like religion wasn't allowed. Okay. Like it was a Soviet state. Like it was nationalist. Like you you wouldn't. So they would have killed Christians or any, like any sort of religion. Like they tried to change, like they would burn down like churches, close them down, synagogues. Like you weren't allowed to celebrate holidays and like. They tried to change, like, Voskresenia means Sunday, and Uh it's, like, cross. It's, like, it means something with the church, and they tried to change the name of Sunday. Oh, wow. Because it was had religious connotations to it. Wow, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Stalin was, like, pretty insane. Yeah. That's understandable. Yeah. I don't understand. I mean, I guess if you hate all religion, that's, to me, in a weirdly way, like, more understandable than just hating, like, Jews. Yeah, for sure. I think yeah. so, too. If you think that's going to, like, take your country down or whatever. But I don't understand the whole, the problem with the, like, the Hitler thing. Like, why they thought they were worse people or why. Um, I mean. It's not back to the I, Jesus thing, is it? I wish I was more educated. I feel okay. like I learned so much in school and then I, like. Yeah. After, I'm like, fuck it. Like, I don't sure. remember. Yeah. But I think it was a lot of, like, scapegoating as well. It was okay. just, like, a way to, because, like, Jews were probably successful. And so it was a way to blame like the like poverty from World War One on something. Yeah. So like the Jews are at fault for the country being yeah. in poverty, but really it was really like is. World War One. Yeah, and the fact that the Vers- Treaty of Versailles said that Germany had to pay back all the war debts. Yeah. <laughs> which is kind of bullshit. Hey, we're gonna decimate you, and now you have to pay us back for our bombs. Well, that's what happens when you start wars, right? Yeah. You gotta pay for shit. Well, maybe. No, not. I guess so. <laughs> well, yeah, if you're going after it, but usually, like, I don't think Iraq had to pay us money. Well, I don't know how the whole thing worked. I love, this is very similar to the podcast I did with Fernandez, cause we talk completely out of our asses. As if <laughs> yeah. we, we know what we're doing. I wish I did. I mean, when I was in school, like, I majored in sociology and I was really into it. I'd read everything. I was okay. like someone that really, like, enjoyed it. Okay. And I don't remember anything. Like, I wrote, like, 30 page papers and studied and, like, read full anthologies of sociologists and, like, I don't remember anything. Like, I tried to write a trivia question about a sociologist, and I had to, like, Wikipedia stuff. Oh, shit. To, and then go to, like, other sites. And I was like, oh, yeah, that, that was his name, or that was his name, or that. Oh, yeah, he did this theory. Like, I don't remember anything. Do you think it's just because it's not in your normal day-to-day activities now? Or what do you think would be the year of getting older? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, mean, don't I don't know. I don't think you're that old. <laughs> I would I would throw out maybe like a 24? I just, yeah, I'm 24. Oh, I just don't right. think I retain information well. Okay. All right. Yeah, I don't, I don't know anything. And I feel kind of dumb about it, but like, I just don't. Let's blame the internet. That's what I've been doing lately is blaming Google on your phone. Yeah, you get to know everything. Yeah, to the point where you don't actually well, know like, anything. So Megan is hosting trivia every okay. Wednesday at yeah, yeah. where she works, and so I'm her helper. Oh, nice. And so I write half the questions, and we write questions together. And the questions I write, I would never know the answers to, and these people know. Really? They know these. In, I was like, in one in what month in 1929 did the stock market crash to cause the depression? November. October. October. But like even that, like. It's just insane. And then I asked something like the guy who wrote Al- Edward Albee, Ed Albee, who wrote Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. I'm like, what was his first big hit play? 
No idea. People, like eight teams knew. Really? Like these people are insane. And then the guy next to us, they weren't playing. They're like, who knows this stuff? You got, this is hard. And then we got back where like four teams got five out of five. Wow. And I just, I don't understand. Cause I have to like research and like go on like all these websites yeah. and get sources and like try really hard to write these really hard, intricate questions. Mm. And these people know. That's, yeah, I would be so horrible at that. Like, that would just be the worst. If it's not about, like, current TV or sports or something, I would have Well, no when idea. I went to Joe Kilgallen's trivia, okay. I was a regular for a while, and I played. I we Our team did awesome, but it was because it was, like, movies, actors. Sure, yeah. Name that tune, like, fun that, stuff. <laughs> that would be right up my alley, yeah. <laughs> um, don't talk history. I have no clue. Yeah, it's, like, art and literature, history, geography. Yeah. People know the deepest lake. Deepest Lake. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I Is still know. And Megan told us the answer. Yeah. No, it's somewhere in Russia. Okay. Is it the Black Sea? No. Is that Russia? Sea. I don't know. Well, no, but the Great Lakes are technically large enough to be considered inland seas. We I just call seas them lakes. Salt waters. Uh. That's what it is. Is sea that what salt it is? Saltwater lake is freshwater. Oh. But there are saltwater lakes. I think. Is there? Yeah, because once when Megan asked the lake question, someone's like, salt or fresh water? And we had to Google it because we don't fucking know. Yeah. Also, you have, like, a computer on hand. To we do, sure. yeah. And yeah. our phones. And then, like, this isn't, like, we have an Excel spreadsheet and we have to keep track. And, like, yeah, I asked a question about whiskey ingredients and people got crazy. They're like, master volume, what region of whiskey? <laughs> are you excluding water? And we're like, fuck it. The answer is water. Just do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Sorry. What are the age range of these people coming to this trivia? There are some Northwestern students who've won two weeks in a row. Okay. Um, but I, most of them are like late, I want to say 28 to 40. Okay. And then there's one couple who's old. Cause I'm 32 and none of these things you said I knew uh, at all. I don't know anything. I mean, I think the, the great depression thing, if so, if we were on a team together and someone would have thrown out October, I'd been like, yeah, yeah, I think it's October or something yeah. like that. I can tell you when Kennedy was shot, May, like November, I think. I think that's right. Yeah, like that's yeah. these people know. I don't know. I took a road trip. I was telling you before we t- started talking down to Missouri uh, with a few. With uh, No, it was actually with uh, Derek Smith, Kevin Hogan, and Dan Friesen to go to a film festival where they had two comedy shows going on. Okay. The True False. Um, oh, was festival. this the competition? No, it wasn't a competition. No, it was just a film festival, and Dan's from there, so he started a show there, so we did that show, and then they did a show in like a 200-seat venue that had about 75 people in it, which was still pretty cool to be on a real stage. Uh, and they met Mer- Morgan Spurlock was there. Oh, fun. I went to bed. I was, Derek and I got a hotel. We're like, yeah, this is, we're done. But we were driving down and we were talking about stuff and someone didn't know and Dan was like, hey, let me see your smartphone. I was like, stop it. No, let's try to figure this out on our own. Yeah, it's more someone fun. Someone was saying like, once someone starts to take their smartphone out, they're like, conversation done. Like, yeah, who right? cares? Like, no one actually gives a fuck. Yeah, for sure. You know what story I heard about your YFF trip that I liked? With the one down the St. Louis? That you guys fought about gobstoppers. <laughs> that, yeah. It wasn't that, a- that would be the demise of the group is yes. the gobstoppers. Well, it was... It <laughs> That's was- a shitty candy, though. First of all, I enjoy it. So it's fine. Like if you don't like it, that's fine. Of all candies, you were like, yeah, gobstopper. I like them. Yeah. You get a bunch in a box. They taste sweet. I think they're, I think they're delicious. But my problem wasn't that she didn't like them. It was the <laughs> fact that we weren't paying for the can. We got some money from this dude. We were all getting snacks. Megan had grabbed like five different things. I had a box. 
And it costs like a dollar sixty nine, and she's like, "Oh, this is gonna be too much." And I'm looking at DVDs, and I hear her say the word "gobstopper," and I look over, and my gobstoppers are sitting not on the counter. And I'm like, "What the fuck is going on? Like, give me my gobstoppers. This is ridiculous." Because she was very drunk at the time. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. I I held I held no. Uh, no I was not, I'm not upset with her. It was just more. I want my candy. I heard it was funny. Yeah. Was Did funny. you hear that I was actually mad? No, I just heard that it would be funny if oh. like the big fight and demise of the group was yes. that you didn't get gobstoppers. I probably would. Megan didn't like. Because Megan wanted gummy worms. She wanted gummy worms. Uh, I probably would have been more upset if we would have gotten into the car, yeah. got on the road, and then it was not there. Megan and I agree on lots of snacks. I really like to go on the road with her. I think gummy worms are fine, but yeah. my, the gobstoppers were for myself, and I enjoy them. Yeah. So. I also like her, too, because she's down to like go to a nice place to eat. Yes. I feel like most dudes that do comedy are like, nah, pizza slice, we got to save money, but like... When me and her and two dudes went to New York, like, we, like, set out to, like, eat good food and yeah. like, go to good places. Oh, when you're in New York City. Why would you not do that? I mean, some, I mean, like, Kenny j- j- um, just went this past week to New yeah. York. I was like, any good food? He's like, nah, just stayed cheap. And so okay. he probably just had, like, pizza, burgers. And I could burgers, see Danny just having dogs. pizza. Yeah, we made him go to La Mela, which is, like, Megan's favorite place. Yeah. And it was family style, which is awesome. And it's five courses, and it was, like, 30-some per- dollars a person or, like, That's 40. That's not bad. No, for, like, it's real. It's not, like, fake Italian. Like, they make the pasta there. Everything oh, wow. has five courses. Yeah. And family style is my favorite. And I'm so, sure you get as much as you want. Like yeah, yeah. And everyone's just – that's how Russians eat. Yeah. And so – That's how Riggses eat as well. <laughs> He was, Daniel was like, this is the best meal of my life. And then he kept complaining about how much money he spent on it. And I was like, you gotta shut up. Yeah. You're enjoying it. Like it's yeah. worth, yeah. Uh, I don't, my biggest problem with stand-up comedians, and this sort of goes in with that, is that you hear them just bitch about how poor they are. Yeah. While they crack open their ninth beer of the evening. Yes. Yeah. That is a big, I mean, the thing is everyone has their thing they spend money on. Sure. So. It's like the girls I work with at the salon, they spend their money on makeup and shoes. Yeah. And they have like, most people I work with have like separate rooms that are closets or like walk-in closets. Like that's their passion. Okay. Or like hair products, extension, like eyelashes. That's what they spend their money on. But they go out to, yeah, they're, I guess they make a lot of money. What do you spend your money? Like what's your thing? Um, I waste money. Okay. Just waste it. I like buying people gifts and like taking people out and then mostly going out to eat. I love going out to eat. Okay. So, um, I'm not drinking until for a while, but. Oh, nice. What brought that up? Well, I'm going to drink March 9th and April 1st. I, well, I'm also not going to be eating. I'm just eating. Yeah. Bare minimum till the festival because I want to look real hot. We'll talk about. I want to talk about that. That's that's exciting. Yeah. You got into that. So you just want to look attractive. That's. Yeah, because I I don't fit into my jeans anymore, okay. and I want to wear jeans to the festival. Okay. You know what I mean? Have you considered buying other jeans? Absolutely not. These no? are fucking great jeans. They're Joe's jeans. They're like three hundred dollar jeans that I got for forty dollars. Oh, There's wow. no way that Joe's I'm ever jeans. getting rid of them. Yeah. And okay. I have two pairs of Joe's jeans, and they're the best jeans ever, and I want them. And there's this other outfit. I just, um, yeah, I just want to fit into my clothes. So, I'm, so okay. especially for the fest, and the picture that they put on the website, I look great. Okay. I look so good. Sure. And so, like, I don't want to go to the fest not looking like my photo. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. 
we're talking about Bridgetown, right? Bridgetown yes. Comedy Festival. I heard uh, the the clip you submitted is is amazing. That's what I heard. Oh, that's is cute. It the Who CYSK told you? Clip? My boyfriend? Did he tell you? No, it wasn't your boyfriend. <laughs> I think it was Jeff. Oh yeah, he's cute. Yeah, Jeff's um, it was my birthday. Yeah. And it was yeah, I had a great time, and that nice. was the first time my dad saw me. Oh, very good. Sadly, my well, not sadly, but my dad saw me do comedy the first time I ever did comedy. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not bragging because <laughs> I'm much better now, and he's yet to see me again. So it's tough. I mean, one time at Riot, yeah. it was Megan's St. Pa- it was the St. Patrick's Day show. I'm okay. pretty sure. And I had stepped away for a second, maybe get a drink or like talk or some, I don't know. But I came back. And the tension in the room was so intense. This was like the worst bomb I've ever seen in my life. And like she knows, like we all know. Oh, Megan was bomb. Okay. Like, and Megan's so great. So like you just felt the weirdness and her mom was there. Oh. And it was just like, I mean, her family is great. And so it wasn't like that weird and they've seen her do awesome. But like that just, my mom is chill, but like having my dad see me bomb, like, and seeing that just like scared me for a while. Yeah, how how did he <laughs> react after the show? Was he just elated? Well, he or? doesn't really speak English very well, so like what one of his Russian friends said was like, "Well, it doesn't matter if you don't understand. Just watch how other people are reacting. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you can tell if people like oh, it or for not." Sure. And people were like really into my set, yeah. so it was good. And like I had a fun outfit on, I got my hair done, like I had hot <laughs> pink lipstick, and yeah. so like everything was just really fun. Nice. Yeah, and Lebo was hosting. It was just like. A really good night. But during the day, we went to the Sox game. I had to work at 8.30 in the morning. Oh, wow. And then we went to the Sox game where we drank, and then we went straight to CYSK. Like, I got my hair done. We went to the salon blackout drunk. Okay. And then napped for maybe 10 minutes, but I didn't really nap because Megan bought me cheese and salami. Okay. And so, so I ate. ate <laughs> and, then, sure. and then we got an appetizer platter at CYSK. It was really fun. <laughs> nice. No, that sounds awesome. It's yeah. a good clip. Good. And so then you submit. This is a... It's a fairly new festival. I think it's been around for like four years, yeah, maybe three new. or four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's pretty legit. Like they bring in real yeah. hilarious people. Yeah. And one of them is me. You. Well, this is the thing. Like I haven't gone into any festivals. Okay. And so I just submit because that's what I yeah, do. That's what you're supposed you know? to do. Sure. That's something I guess I waste my money on. But um, that's not really a waste though. I mean, no. although you're when you don't average, make them, sure, it's upset that you had this. And spend thirty dollars or whatever. Yeah. yeah, but I mean it's worth it. So I actually saw that CJ Teledano made it, and so I texted him. I was like, "Congrats, dude!" Yeah. And he's like, "What about you?" I'm like, "No big deal. Just waiting for my rejection email." Sure. And so I was just sitting with my parents and like hanging out, and then he he texted me back saying, "Mine was in my spam email. Check your spam," and it was in the spam. Yeah. So like, if I never texted him, I would never have checked my email and confirmed I oh, do it. Oh. Wonder. Yeah. Well, that's great. That's fantastic. Yeah. My sister said it was a lesson to be nice to people. <laughs> For sure. Are you usually not? Um, No, I am uh, when I'm like friends with someone, but I feel yeah. like I'm not very nice to just like I can people see that. I'm like indifferent about. Yeah. I think you're indifferent because when I first started coming around, you were indifferent towards me and it comes off as anyone's does. It comes off as kind of shitty. Yeah. Like, I think my indifference sure. probably comes off shitty, but it's like when you don't know someone, what? Am I supposed to go out of my way to like be your best friends? Like, yeah. yeah. Unless I like, I like, I'm, I usually try to make a bigger effort towards girls that start. Okay. But a lot of girls that start are like idiots. So like it's a lot awesome. of times I just am like, I can't even pretend right now. Yeah. I, I hate new comedians. Like there's a whole bunch of them now that have yeah. just started. 
And What's the boost? Uh, do you think it's the comedy clubs? Like opening up Laugh Factory and Up and stuff? Yeah. And the, the sweet Your Funniest Friends every Saturday? I'm sure <laughs> yeah. a lot of people. <laughs> well, with the indifferent thing, it's just like, I think when people start comedy, they don't understand that we're all friends. Yeah. Like, I mean, some of these people I hang out with every single day and sure. talk on the phone with and go on long trips with and yeah. like I've met we've met each other's families and stuff. So it's like, yeah, we have the same interests, but I just met you. So you can't expect to like come into this conversation with like not my peers, but like my friends. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like in any social setting it's like yeah and how do i know that you're here for More comedy yeah. yeah so it's like why am i gonna put myself out there and encourage someone that i'm like uh, about sure i completely agree with that i had an instance because there's always those people that hover like when they yeah, you know it's i did that like i did entertaining julia i used to i had an in there with beth because i knew her before i started doing stand-up i was the there the first time you did your first set oh were you yeah awesome I, yeah cool that's fantastic i, I did not know that yeah i was there for your first set um and, uh, like, maybe the last time I did the show or two times ago I did the show is before I knew Jeff and Joe at all, and they went up that night as well. And after the show, like, we were all standing outside, and I tried to, like, be a part of the group, and uh, they were not allowing it to happen. <laughs> and now, like, we're in a group together, and we travel. It's, like, super weird how that works. Um, no, that's that's cool. That's awesome that you were at that show. I did not know that. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yay. That, that means even more to me now. <laughs> that's super cool. That was fun. That's I was glad I didn't show. like suck ass. No. Yeah. Wasn't your dad that? I feel like someone cool was there. My dad was there that Yeah. Night. He was in the so front. That's not a bad first set to see. No, not at all. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. When you mentioned it earlier, I thought you meant like, you know, you like invite a, him to an open mic to no. watch you like practice the first time. I got very lucky that the first two sets I did were at Town Hall Pub with Entertain Julia just because yeah. I knew Beth. That's so that like was such a fun show. Yeah, it was super fun. I haven't done it since she left though. I need to. I've only started doing it after she left. Oh, so. yeah. okay. Well, <laughs> that'll happen <laughs> and whatnot. No, that's not true. I did it once, but I yeah. really like the. Part. I like I like Julia the bartender. Sure, she's great. She scared the shit out of me for like probably a year and a half. How so? She's just so cool. Yeah, and like cute and just awesome, like yeah. awesome style, fun tattoos, and like kind of a badass. That like she just intimidated me. I could see that. And then now when I like talk to her and we're friendly, I'm like. This, I can't believe I was so scared of you. Yeah, she's like the sweetest. <laughs> she's so nice. I'd be like overly polite, like over tip. <laughs> it's like so quiet and weird. Yeah. And then, especially with two black dudes, like the more I started going, the more like she was really good friends with like some of the guys. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, you're so awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's cool. I'm excited that she has a baby. <laughs> that is nice. Uh, I think she and I got closer because I gave her a gift. I gave her an audio book that I did of me reading a Babysitter's Club book for her baby. That's so funny. I got her a baby gift, too. Did you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When we weren't really friends. Yeah, because she's just so cool. Yeah. I got her the cutest fucking outfit. Oh, did you? Yeah. Well, Janie and Jack, I don't know if you know that store. I don't. It's like a really classy baby store. All right. Um, like really expensive stuff, but like the clearance is obviously the thing to do. Yeah. And so I got a bunch of like awesome, cute stuff put okay. on like sale. Nice. It's like, like a onesie or a twosie or a three. But it was like sailor outfit and like okay. a little cardigan. Yeah. Um, I love buying like once my 
best friend's brother had a baby and I went to Bloomingdale's mm-hmm. and there's, t- and I just bought like the hottest fucking baby clothes. Nice. Cause everyone's gonna get like pink onesies or like li- yeah, weird lame stuff. Basic but stuff. if you like bring like a black DKNY dress made for a baby, like uh-huh. you're gonna win. Yeah. <laughs> like it's the best. I think the only time I've ever bought a baby gift, cause I, the CD I'd already made or whatever, but, uh, we went in on my friend's baby and we got her a onesie that said welcome to the jungle on it. That's and had like the Guns N' Roses logo because they were into music. I thought that's better than some shitty gift or yeah. whatever. Like you could keep that. Strange longer. Cargo, you can make your own baby stuff, which is cute. Really? Yeah, like they have all the stuff on the wall. And yeah. You can do letters. So like they have baby clothes and you can put any of that stuff on it. That's awesome. Like a little yeah. Kurt Vonnegut on a little bit. That would be yeah. super fun. How many babies are you going to have in your lifetime? Um, I don't know. It's like really weird for me to think about it. Kind of just, I mean, I have a lot of jokes about not wanting children yeah. and like pregnant women scaring me. So those fears are, and thoughts are real. Okay. So you think, you think zero? Like if you had to no, put them down? No, I mean, like whenever kids come into the young. salon and stuff, it's cute, you know? Yeah. It's like super cute. And my sister has three kids and she loves it, but like it just seems terrible. Yeah. And right now you're you seem to be in a very good place comedically. Like you're you're starting to get out of the city a lot more than you were. Yeah, there's no. I I also it seems shitty having kids when you're poor. It seems a lot harder too. Like sure. I just I don't. Although a lot of people don't seem to have a problem with that. They make it work. Yeah, they make it work. I know but it has to be your passion to make it work. To, with the, the kids and the family and all that. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, like my sister, that's her passion. Like okay. she, her and her husband work really hard to like have awesome kids and like raise their kids right that just doesn't seem right in my head like it seems my passion should be about myself not about someone like is that weird i do you, i'm guessing you probably I mean, feel the same no way. there's some parents that like get sitters and live their life and, yeah i mean where i work the owner of the salon and her husband both work there and they have two kids okay and they're great parents but the kids do go to daycare yeah and i know like my mom's totally against daycare and stuff well, I mean, if you're living there, you could uh, just have your mom look after your child while you go do other stuff. That's what she said. She's like, just have a baby, please. And really? Take care of it. She already has three. Like, oh, more. She has a son, too. Oh, she, okay. Yeah. Why she has she tons of grandkids. Have, is that just a, do you think the old world type yeah, thing? Yeah, that's her thing. I mean, whenever I always go, my mom always wants me to get married. Okay. Like once I got, I, I got her like a really awesome apron. Yeah. And she wouldn't wear it. I'm like, why aren't you wearing it? She's like, when you bring a man home, that's when I'll wear this apron. <laughs> or like, she'll just talk about me having kids or like getting married a lot. Yeah. And I'll be like, I'll do that when you're dead. Just to make her. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I want them to see, like, that's just what they want. Okay. They just want you to be fruitful and multiply. Mm-hmm. Wow. They just think that's what you do. Yeah. Like, they don't understand why you wouldn't want, like they think it's sad when you can't have kids or you don't want to have kids. Hmm. Like people without kids are sad to them. I f- I feel like it's smart, especially if you're not in a place to take care of them. It's probably a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. My parents are. Uh, we, they have two sons, myself and my older brother, and he's a minister and, and not married, so he has no children, and I have no children. So I I wonder if that's hard on them. Like I've never like they they joke about it or whatever, but I don't know if they seriously. Can ministers not do it? No, they can. It's just he doesn't have a wife or anything. Yeah. Yeah, he just hasn't met that that young lady. How old is she? He. Uh, thirty six, I think. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess if you were girls, it'd be different. Yeah. Boys can wait a long time. Yeah, we got a while. But I don't know how much longer they have. I mean, they're getting into their 60s. Not that that's that old, yeah. but... Yeah. 
it's weird to think about. It is weird to think about. Like, I mean, I can imagine like being on the road with like my cool dude and like having a, a normal income, doing what I like, and then having this kid and raising it in the way that I think is cool. Sure, like that idea in my mind is like seems nice. Yeah, but like. When I drive through the suburbs or like mm-hmm. see these soccer moms that are like real big nerds, That's not like the all my life, sister's right? friends are just nerds. Yeah. I just stare and I'm like, I never want to do this. Sure. But then like Julia makes, from my entertaining Julia makes it seem super cool. And fun. Yeah. Yeah. Bartends, I guess it's what you make of it. They have right? one fun night out a week where they can like still party and yeah. like she has this fun job where she's creative and then bartends where she's fun. Like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, you see, like, lady comedians have kids all the time, and they seem to make it work. So, was, how many? Uh, Who? Roseanne. Did Roseanne have kids? I'm sure. I think, yeah, I think she did have kids because I think she said something on uh, uh, I Am Comic about how she loves stand up more than her own children or something like that. Yeah. Joan um, Rivers had a daughter. Joan Rivers has a daughter. I think some of the the ladies out now, I don't know their names, but uh, but not Ross like a, and Bonnie McFarlane. Yeah, that's. I think that's who I was thinking of. Um, but yeah, like a Bamford doesn't have kids, or uh, yeah, there's a lot of yeah. No, you're probably right. I think you have to reach probably like a certain level, and then it would be fine. Oh, like them. Tina Fey and Amy Poehler have kids. They do have children, but sure. after they became millionaires. Yes. Yes. That's the thing. If your goal is to have a child, nothing's wrong with that. Like that's yeah. a great goal. Oh, like of course. do it up. Sure. But like if my goal is to be a working stand-up comedian and like successful and like not just a road dog, I guess, like but really like yeah. enjoying doing stand-up and growing and doing fun stuff, like a child would hinder that. Of course. And I would be I feel like I would be sad forever that I never was able to give a fair shot to my goal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I could easily see that. Like, yeah, that would suck to just have a, ki- a kid because you think you should, and then you never get to do your comedy or whatever your passion. Because with is. Sean Flannery, he has two kids, but he has a stay-at-home wife. Yeah, and like, do you want a stay-at-home husband? Maybe. No, I can't imagine. I don't know. Yeah. Um, or an au pair. Maybe you can get an au pair. <laughs> I definitely don't want. I want a nanny. Okay. We had my grandmother growing up. That's great. It was awesome because I felt like I felt they were a second set of parents. My grandparents yeah. were my second parents. Because you know it's not like a job; like they like it. Uh, I think they liked it sometimes. I think we were a little annoying, probably. Like my dad would have to give them money occasionally. I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, for food and stuff, but maybe yeah. also a little like sorry, sort of payment or whatever. Yeah. Where yeah. are you from? I'm from Indiana. Okay. A little little farm community. Do you, are you on a farm? Uh, they did. My grandparents owned a farm uh, as I was growing up, but it was the 80s and farming was very hard and they ended up losing the farm. So they lost their farm. We had bought an acre of land off of them where we had like a house. So we still kind of lived on the farm they used to own. Where did they move? Uh, they moved onto another guy's property. A friend of theirs had like a double wide. They moved into that and then they finally moved into the city and lived with my aunt for a few years and then they actually lived with us for about two years of my high school like my junior and senior year my grandparents lived with me and it was awesome like looking back on it it was great having them around yeah i me and my sister promised my parents we'd never put them in a home or anything okay so they're gonna live with one of us nice my grandma doesn't live in a home but she does live in like uh, one of those communities like she has her own apartment it's not like i think she even makes her own food all that stuff it's just it's also other seniors living there as well yeah and she's got, 
in the area at least three of her children. She has nine. Um, so three of them are around all the time to see her, and then everyone oh, else comes great. in all the time. Yeah. Are most of your people still in Indy? Um, like my parents have left. Like, where actually, do they live? They live in Ohio now. Why? Why would you go from one weird place to another? <laughs> Uh, after I went to college, my dad, uh, felt the call to become a minister. So he went to a school in Cedarville, Ohio, and has lived there ever since. So they're a religious family? Yes. My father's a minister and my brother's a minister. Where does your brother live? Uh, currently he's also living with my parents because he lost his job as a minister and he's looking for work elsewhere. So he's also in Ohio. Yeah. And I live here in Chicago, Illinois. But no, like, I have relatives that, like, a lot of them have moved for, like, jobs. Like, I have some in Texas. My aunt and uncle uh, live in Zambia, Africa. Missionary stuff? Missionary, yeah. Missionary, missionary was, I went to an evangelical college. Like, missionaries yeah. trips were in. Did you ever go? No. No? No. I went on one, well, it was kind of a missionary trip. It but was, it seemed like they all wanted to brag about it. It's like this weird that. thing. It's like, yeah, it's like moral and cool and you're helping people, but like, you're bragging about it like I would brag about going, getting into Bridgetown. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, sure. you talk about it the same way I talk about a comedy festival. Well, I feel like they're, they don't feel it's bragging. They feel as though it's them sharing the story of helping. Not the way they talked about oh, it. Oh, no. No, they're just, so I was in Africa. Like they, th- I don't know. Um, I had a real. I was in evangelical school, and like I had a lot of issues with a lot of people that were there. Sure. I think my aunt and uncle are doing something good there in yeah. Zambia. They put up videos every once in a while. Like they've helped build a school, and they've helped build a church, yeah. and all these people. Two of the people from the church that, that married two of their daughters. So uh, in Missouri, two of my cousins are married to Zambians. So it's That's very, so crazy. It's, it's very Do they weird. speak English? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I've only met one of them, but yeah, they speak English. That is weird. It's very weird. The first time I saw a family picture when only one of them was married, you walk past and it's like all these white people and the darkest person in the world. The darkest. Very dark. The heart of Africa. Yeah. But no, I love my aunt and uncle. Like they're great people. Oh, they are. I mean, we just had like I was in a conflict transformation class, and this really bothered me. And like we had a dude come in from like this ministry thing in Chicago, yeah. And they like help homeless men because that um do like gay prostitution for money. Oh. So it's like I guess that's like really prevalent in like certain areas of Chicago, where like just these homeless dudes. What part? Of, we live here. What part of Chicago is there? Like gay downtown prost- somewhere. Like really? Like, yeah. Like there's just. So they, this, this community, they could stay, hang out, and they, like, help them. Okay. But the guy was saying, like, if I turn one person towards Jesus, like, I know we did a good job. And I was like, but what if you just help someone get a job and get their shit together and they yeah. still don't believe in God? Like, do you feel like that's a success or not? And, like, yeah. that's, um, there's a Simpsons episode about it. Like, they just give them Bibles, but, like, not oh, much Oh, Homer else. goes, yeah. yeah, help me, Jeebus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's, sure. like, this weird, that's, like, my stereotype of okay. missionary is, like, here's food, but here's the Bible first. You got to yeah. read the Bible. Let's, and it's, like, they don't need the fucking Bible. Like, just yeah. give them some food and, like, medicine and build them shit and, like, get out, like, Yeah. Yeah, no. But I'm, they don't see it that way. They see it as something different. And well, they feel as though it's a, a, you know, a calling from the Lord that they need to go and bring yeah, everyone to them. Yeah, a mental house. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. Okay, I can see that. Like, I don't want to offend anyone in my family. Or, I know. Like, you know no, I, I know there's great people. I mean, one of my best friends from my youth is in Duke, Minis- uh, Duke, 
minister school. Okay. Like Divinity seminary? school. Yeah, seminary. seminary. And her dad's a minister, and the whole family is incredible, and they're, like, awesome. So it's, I'm not, like... Sure, there's always good people. It's yeah. the bad people that make it look that bad. That make it me, like, Sure. Squirm. If I took someone out to see comedy, and I could name, like, ten people that yeah, no one would true. ever want to see do comedy, everyone that's would think, true. wow, Chicago comedy is horrible. Yeah. So but They were just, like, awesome people that didn't talk about all the good things they did or didn't, like... Oh, you're Jewish, Lisa. What are you gonna do in hell? Like, would they, they judge you? Like would they no? judge? No, not my friend Lindsay. Okay. No, her family is incredible, and like their church didn't allow gay people. Like, they didn't support gay rights, and so the dad quit. Oh wow, moved good. He was not for that, and like yeah. he taught at Northwestern. He's teaching at Marquette, and like they're they like they got married in Honduras when they were like she's a nurse taking care of people and like mm-hmm. they're j- they help around the community all the time and like they raised three really awesome talented kids and i never felt any bad vibes yeah ever There's but when people. i went to an evangelical school i felt bad vibes all the time were they like were they judging you for being jewish like would they try to convert you or like they hated me every time i would speak and argue they would like hate me really but they were the most Why hateful. Why did you go there? Well, I went to Iowa State, and then I uh, dropped out and moved back in with my parents. Okay. And it was really close to my parents' okay. house. So it was like a commuter school. But, like, DePaul's Catholic. Loyola's uh, Jesuit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they aren't like this. So I didn't realize the extent of this. Yeah. What school was it? North Park. North Park. I've never heard of it. Um, so that's the thing. Like, I thought I was going to, like, a smaller version of DePaul, but I was going to... An actual, like, like a evangelical. CC, like a Christian College of America okay. school. Wow. Yeah, that's going to be rough. So, so they had a good that. nurse school. So, like, a lot of the nursing students were different. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, they have a really good education What program. do you go to school for? Um, I went there to be a PE teacher. That's okay. Which is funny. But that I, is funny. I majored in sociology. Okay. Uh, oh, so we talked about that earlier. Yeah. Yeah, that would be weird. I mean, I went to a state school. I went to Indiana University. So I didn't have to deal with any of that. But... I could understand, like, I went to go visit my brother at Cincinnati Bible College where he attended, and I would not have done well there, I don't think. So, yeah. It's just, like, you see hypocrisy, and, like, you see, like, you can't use the Bible as evidence. Like, like, they would argue these things that aren't real. Like, that's But to them it is, though. Like, that's the thing. Yeah, but you're in school. Yeah. You're in school. Yeah. Like, we would read, um... Like, I took a Christian ethics class, and we would read things that, like, obviously aren't for Christian. Because that's how you do ethics. Like, you read opposing views. Okay. And, like, most of the comments are like, I obviously didn't like this because they're not for Jesus. Or, like, this mm-hmm. and that. Or, like, one boy was, like, we had to do, like, two people talking about gay right, like, gay marriage or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, well, first of all, I was in an eth- like moral morality class, and all we did, we wrote three papers about gay marriage. We spent a semester talking about gay marriage. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Like, that kind of stuff. Was it them trying to, like, make sure, like, you know, we hate them, right? Like, everyone make sure we hate gays. No, there were some progressive people, too. And yeah. It was just, like, strange. I spent... Uh, oh, but these, this boy was like, nope, we gave people wrong. I don't agree with this, blah, blah, blah. And then... He couldn't prove, he couldn't explain why. And was I Was that said, his paper? Just one sentence? Gave people wrong? No, like, there were two people. So one was four and one was two. And you had to, you d- didn't choose which one you got to read. Okay. So he got the one that the two people talking about it were for gay marriage. All right. And he's like, I don't agree with them because I think it's wrong, yada, yada. And I was like, well, if you can't argue for the other side, then you don't know why you believe what you believe. So explain yourself or yeah. you're just a bigot. Sure. And after that, like, people just didn't like me in that class. Yeah. 
Even when we were arguing stuff, like we were, it was like the death penalty and we had to debate. Like they were against the death penalty because of forgiveness and God and like they just like made this stuff. And I was like, no, you need to use a credible source. You can't, (laughs) there needs to be a source. Yeah. I spent one, talking about the gay thing, I spent one um, Christmas day. I didn't go home. My brother and I were on the phone for about three hours and I was like, talking about how i didn't think homosexuality was wrong and he was telling me why it was bad he was giving me like these statistics about like most lesbian relationships are abusive and all this stuff and i was like why are you talking like why do you somewhere heteronormative (laughs) relationships it's like so weird it's like the whole argument of like we don't want to hurt the what is it the thing of the sacredity of sanctity of marriage over 60 percent of people married get divorced it's weird it's like this but it's like Signed up ignorance. I don't even know how to describe it well. Yeah. It was just like ignoring. Every, like, oh, Kevin Lee came to one of my classes with me. Once, okay, which was nice. Funny. Yeah. And we started talking about uh, adoption. And a lot of Christian people love adopting poor black babies and like Asian babies. They love okay. it because you get to like show how moral you are and like, sure. how cool you are. Yeah. And so adoption is really big in the evangelical community, which is great. And so they were talking about how great adoption is. It was a family marriage, sex, love, family marriage class forever. And then it it changed to gay marriage uh, to gay adoption, and everyone was against it. And it's like you just said these kids are coming from horrendous orphanages all over the world with diseases and violence and poverty. Yeah. And it's a great thing to adopt them, but it's not okay if it's a gay adoption. Like, what the fuck are you saying? But they'll teach them bad morals it's and bad so stuff. So weird. Yeah. Or we might read an article that was like about how women don't have to be mothers first like they can have other jobs and careers and it's not bad because i feel like there was a time where it's like you have to be selfless to be a mother yeah my mom is like that like everything is for the child everything and so this article is just being like no you can have a job like you should have a job you should do this like blah blah this woman this girl raised her hand and was like i think it is wrong that we had to read this i'm disgusted by this and we should not be reading this type of stuff in school and i'm like oh you mean like, like you're 19 yeah why do you think, like, it's because it's your been... husband's going to cheat on you. That's <laughs> what I want to tell him. Because it's been ingrained inside them since they're, like, five with, like, Bible stories and stuff. And then they scare them into believing. And But don't they get if they were born somewhere else, it'd be different? Like, I don't. They don't. No, they don't at all. At all. They can't think that way. Because they need to think that this person, Jesus, is real. Because if he's not, what? Like, all right, what is the one thing that you believe in? Like, do you have a belief? Like, you believe in comedy, right? Let's just say, let's use comedy. What if I told you, you know, comedy's not real. Like, it's not a real thing. Like, it just doesn't happen. Like, what would you do then? It's not a good example of that. Because my comedy doesn't, I mean. You comedy. Not even that. I mean, I guess it does affect my life, like all my life choices. Yeah. Um, And I'm happy with it, but it doesn't. It does affect my like beliefs, I guess, because I'm like chill about everything. I'm more liberal. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Like it's it's the faith thing. Like the faith part of religion is so strong with them that anything that's against that, they have to immediately fight. So that way, they don't have to think about it. Like they, yeah. you don't want to have doubts in your head. Like a, a good religious person, in my opinion, would look at those doubts and think like. What's going on with these? Like, how does that go with my religion? Like, is these just, you know, thoughts or is there something there? And then they would emo- like think about it. 
and they would figure it out. But most people are more like, nope, nope, nope. I can't have that around. Obviously, kids can't dance. That girl cannot wear shorts. Like, we got to keep everything away to keep it, uh, the mind pure. And that's why I really liked my friend Lindsay. Yeah. And her family. That they were, like, always questioning and discussing and, like. Yeah. They're so cool. I, like, want to get married so I can invite them to my wedding. <laughs> nice. Like, that's yeah. how much I liked that. That's awesome. Yeah. For how much I don't want to have kids, I do really want to get married. You talk about that a lot. Yeah. Do you want to? Oh, do I? A little bit. I've heard you talk about it a few times. Like you were planning your wedding. I think I saw that. I heard you and Megan talking about that. Uh, why Why do you want to get married so bad? It just, I really like the idea of it. Okay. It just seems really sweet. It is very sweet to eternally love someone or at least for five or ten years or whatever. It just seems sweet. Yeah. Is it more, the, more than the event? I um yeah I like that like notion that you're both like in, like you're both deciding that you're gonna make an agreement and like yeah it could fail for sure sure but just the idea that like two people are making the agreement to like really stick it out yeah I went to a wedding in October for my friend Chris and Jessica and it was like the sweetest thing in the world it was almost like they wrote a play sort of and it was just <laughs> like funny and sweet and it was emotional. It was awesome. Like, if every wedding was like that and not just, like, go sing a song. All right, now you say that. And then it rings. Kiss. Where was it? It was in, a like, a loft space down on, like, uh, Damon and Hubbard, I think. All right. All it right. was really cool. It was, like, in an old salvage stores. And then they had an upstairs where we danced and stuff. It was awesome. It was just a super... Like, that was made me want to get married. Food, open the bar. Food was amazing. They had these little... Um, these little shepherd pies that were oh, amazing. That sounds good. so good. These shepherd pies. I got like four or five of them. An open bar. Yeah. I tell you funny. You'll appreciate this. Okay. So Ricky's like a really picky eater. Yeah. That's your boyfriend uh, for those yeah. who don't know. Like he eats like burritos, pizza, club sandwiches, BLTs. Like that's it. Like I'm, I'm up there with. Yeah, it's about the same. <laughs> like very simple stuff. But we were out to eat, and he's like, "Oh, you know what? I'm gonna try something else." And he ordered a shepherd's pie, yeah. which he thought was like a chicken pot pie. So then for an appetizer, he got chili, and then for a side, he got mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> and he was so pissed. So when the shepherd's pie came, I was like, oh, God. Yeah. And so he's never going to try anything again. That's unfortunate because shepherd's pie is awesome, so he should love it. Because it's chili and yeah, mashed potatoes, it's basically though. the exact same thing. So like, sure, of course. He just felt really silly. Yeah. I like pot pies more, I think. I'm not in. You know KFC has pot pies? Did you know this? Um, No. I don't know if I it's this area. Yeah. When I was down in Columbia over the weekend, I saw a commercial for Kentucky Fried Chicken Pot Pies. So I think you should go there and try to get Yeah, it. I'm not eating till the festival. That's right. I forgot about that. I apologize for bringing it up. It's okay. Um, well, March 9th, if you come out, I'm going to for sure... What is March 9th? I'm doing the lodge, but like... Okay. I usually have to work Saturdays really early in the morning. Yeah. And I have Saturday off. So I'm going to... Oh, that's out. Friday? Yeah. Or this week? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be tomorrow for the people listening if they oh, listen cool. that day. Yeah. So I just am like really excited to drink and get drunk and like okay. eat. Very nice. And then April 1st is WrestleMania. Okay. So I'm going to make um vodka soaked gummy bears. Yeah. And I'm probably going to make like a wrestle cake. I didn't know you could make vodka soaked oh, gummy bears. Oh, they sell them at Town Hall Pub. Oh, oh, you just meant Jello shots. Oh, they no, actually no, no. sell. You get gum, you get gummy bears, yeah. and you just pour them in a vodka bottle, and they soak all the vodka up, and they become huge. Oh wow! And you eat them, and they're filled with vodka. Do they taste like vodka though? Um, they're a little bitter for okay. sure, but it's still sweet. So I'm thinking I'm gonna do like maybe not okay. cake flavored vodka, but like yeah. citrus or orange okay. or I really like bubblegum vodka, but I know others might. But I'm thinking. 
would probably work with that. Yeah. Yeah. Do they have a? I wouldn't be surprised if they had a gummy bear vodka. Yeah, because we had a Fruit Loop one on Sunday at yeah. Will's. Yeah. Yeah. You should check that out. Fruit Loop, that would be awesome. Well, I didn't try it. I didn't. Because I'm go. trying not to drink. I was so tired from coming back. To it's Missouri. easier for me not to drink than not to eat. Oh, I completely agree with that. I hardly ever drink, but I eat all the goddamn time. Yeah. Um, how was just for last? You did the audition, right? For just yeah. for last. Did, did you do the one at the lodge? Mm-hmm. How was that? I felt really lucky because. Yeah. There were so many people there. Okay. And like a lot of them were Lodge fans, so they're comedy fans. Which nice. means like Good they were audience. in it. Sure. Yeah. And it was like standing room only. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, so, uh, and the energy, I, I wasn't, I didn't audition last year. I think I went to them. I don't know what it is. If it's festivals or like when the lakeshore closed, there's just certain nights that are like the energy is just really good. Yeah. And everyone's positive and rooting for each other and happy and like everyone's going up and doing their best. Sure. And yeah. so it's just like a really fun thing to be a part of. Just like all these comics going up there doing their best. Who you're for the most part probably friends with as well. Yeah. And it, like so, one part, like some people I'm like, man, whatever, like man, maybe they shouldn't get it. And then you see them and it's like, awesome yeah. set and then everyone went to like the chuck one to watch and it okay. was just like it's nice nice i had a show i couldn't go out to those last what night, did you do i did an online uh, uh late night talk show on this egen.tv did you go somewhere or did you uh, do it over it's the it's downtown internet? in chicago oh, okay. they have a thing called the broadcast bar where they broadcast all these uh tv shows from on the internet and this dude is doing like his own talk show and uh, I was the stand-up comedian at the end. Was that fun? It was, it was very weird because he- Was there a live studio audience? Or uh, not a lot of people, maybe like 10. And some of those people were working on the show. Okay. But like, they interview the comic beforehand and then have them do stand-up. So wrong. Wrong. Totally wrong. But the interview was fun because he's not, he's fine. He's, he's good enough. But, uh, he's new at it. So I'm not going to say he's bad. I'd like yeah. to see what happens, you know, whatever. Um, but like I, it was fun to do that. And then doing stand up to a camera is very strange because there's a little bit of audience, but like people are over here like talking about stuff and it's not the best place to do stand up. Brandon Weatherby has like a talk show thing in it style. Yeah. And I did stand up, then he talked to me. That's, that's the way you should, I think. Which is how it is on TV. Yeah. I don't know why they do it another way. Because my, like our stand up is an exaggerated version of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so, then it makes sense to sit down and take away, but people be like, oh, that's still, you know, like, yeah. so, but when you're just chilling, talking, and then you try to portray something exaggerated of yourself, it just seems weird. Yeah. No, it was a little strange going from like, I've got this lapel mic on. Now I have to take this off, grab a microphone that wasn't turned so on. I watched weird. it. I watched it this morning. The first, I did the joke about uh, McDonald's paying for my funeral. The first like minute of the joke. Uh, the sound was not on, so I was just on camera, like talking with no volume. Did Letterman do stand up? Uh, yeah, he started out as a stand up, but I think it was more of a gateway to like do a talk show. I yeah. wonder if there's people that just want to do talk shows. I've heard like in LA, there's a lot of people that do stand up to be actors and writers yeah. and stuff like that. It's just it's a way of being seen, I guess. Mm-hmm. I like doing stand up. I love it. Yeah, but I would also, I mean, I would love to do writing or whatever, but I wouldn't. No, no, not at all. You just want to like do stand up. What about acting? I mean, I'm not very good of an actress. Like I was in Have Hank's you done much? movie. Oh, that's right. My you were good in Hank's movie. Co- well, it was me. It was. It was well, me yeah, you were playing Lisa, sure. But I play <laughs> um, Matt in almost everything I've ever done. I mean, I really want to start working with Megan more and figuring okay. stuff out. Um, 
I mean, if it's Megan Gailey. I don't know if we've said yeah, her last name. She'll be on the show at some point in time. I mean, if there's like an opportunity for me to like work on something or like act, like I wouldn't not take it. But I acted in high school and I wasn't very good at it. Okay. Like I was fine. I was in plays, but like I wasn't the top. Did you always basically, no matter what the play was, play yourself? I didn't make very many plays because I was an athlete too. Okay. So like, but I took a class every semester and then we did like, the, the higher level classes got to do shows and then I auditioned for shows and I did okay. like a kabuki play. So I was not myself you at were all. Yeah, of course. I was a kabuki man. Nice. Soldier. And I talk like a fucking psycho. How's that? Can you still do it? No, I'd be too embarrassed, but it was like, Ooh. it was like so weird. We had to do our own makeup. We couldn't sit in our costumes. They yeah. were like intense Japanese things. It was weird. Wow. And that was in front of like a lot of people or? Yeah, our high school theater program was really good. Like, they won the JFK honors for, like, theater excellence or something. Like, our teacher was incredible. Good. That's good. Um, Everyone that was in his theater, like, that were good are being, are are successful right now. Really? Yeah. Like, this girl, Clara, is, was on the cover of Time Out a few weeks ago and she, like, models. She was a understudy at Steppenwolf. Okay. Um, one of the girls was working at Steppenwolf as a stage manager. Like, he's just really cool. Okay. A lot of them are in New York doing set design. Like, he just is really cool. One of them is a stand-up nice. in L.A. That's cool. Uh, speaking of that, do you think you, at some point in time you're going to have to leave the city and go to either of the coasts? I hope not. Yeah? I really hope not. Do you have a preference, though? I'd have prob- you I'd out- go to New York. Have you been out to L.A.? No. No? Do you think you would at least try it first before you no. made a decision? No? No. No desire at all? Mm-mm. No. Everything can change when I, if sure. I go there, but yeah. no. Okay. You just like the city living or what is it? Um, LA just seems really awful to me. You afraid it's going to fall off? That is no. honestly a fear I have is when I move <laughs> out there, it's going to fall off. It won't fall off. It'll just move up north. I mean, I guess I would hate if someone judged Chicago because of Midwestern like stereotypes. Sure. So I understand if someone has like a Los Angeles pride and is very upset about it, sure but it just seems disgusting. I could see that. I've never been. It's like the stand-up thing. Like you said, like a lot of people are trying to do other stuff. Like I, I'm just pure stand-up. I don't know. I just, I, New York seems cooler. Okay. Like, I would rather be doing, like, my dream, I feel like I'd rather, it would be awesome to do The Cellar. Sure. Not La Jolla or something. Comedy, you know what I mean? Like, I would the, do it all. I'm young. Like, sure. I'm not going to dig myself into a hole, but, like, New York just seems cool. Well, I think there's more, it seems like more of a stand-up tradition out of New York City than there is in Los Angeles. Yeah. Like, LA, like, the big shows that I would want to do are, like, at the UCB theater where it's like an improv theater or at meltdown the back of a comic book store. Like these are the shows that I hear about that I would want to be a part yeah, of. Yeah, I'm sure they have an alt scene that's awesome, like yeah. everywhere else with like really awesome stand ups. Like sure. I'll see Ricky Carmona's going to Bridgetown and I'll probably talk to him a bunch. Okay. Like I have a friend out there. It just seems really superficial and like yeah, weird. I could see that. I just kinda wanna be normal. I just don't want to be cold anymore. Like, as stupid as it sounds, I've lived in the Midwest for 32 years. I I want to be warm in the wintertime. Yeah. And New York would not do that. No. 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 Be, yeah. Uh, oh, maybe you can be on the road doing shows during the winter months. That could happen. I'll, I'll work my way through the Southwest. Yeah. That would be awesome. No, I wouldn't act, but we were talking. I would love to, like, do red carpet interviews. That's okay. one of my, like biggest dreams well have you ever thought like we did the thing with yff the uh the the questions or whatever did yeah you it was so funny you should 
do some of like you should do some of the stuff. I have I a mic. To. I have a camera. We could go out and interview people. <laughs> I know. I like. Not that I'm lazy. I maybe I'm lazy. I'm okay. like I don't. If someone else is doing the work, I'll do. Like if Hank's like I wrote this. Yeah. I need you in it. I'd be like fuck yeah. But there's no way I'd be like. I'm gonna write this script. Sure. Get a crew, and we're gonna act like I would. That would never happen. But what if we took like you, a camera, a microphone, and we just went up like Wrigley on a Saturday night, and you just made fun of people for a long, and then edited. Like, wouldn't that be fun? Uh, yeah, th- yeah, maybe like, not that, really. like that kind of stuff. I think you'd you know, be perfect. Yeah, we're having an event at my hair salon. Maybe I'll see if I can do something cool. Oh yeah. We're having like a. I heard their other party before I started working there was great, and we're having this huge party. Maybe I can. Do, and she wants like a run, what's it called? You know when a they're runway? like a board a red uh, with like brands that sponsor Oh, you. sure. Yeah. Like she a, wants that. For the photo shoot? Yeah. Whatever. So maybe I can interview people and Hank can tape it. <laughs> that would be fantastic. That would be know. perfect. Or just like, maybe I rely on Megan Gailey too much, but I just want to do things with her. Yeah. She's probably like the one that's a little more go-getter, I guess. Okay. And so she, we've been writing and like trying to figure stuff out to like... But I want a reality show. <laughs> like I don't want. <laughs> like I don't want to act or be work. different. Yeah, there's no work in that. I just want to like go place, like go to eat places or like people's job. Like I would go like if someone had cool jobs, I'd love to go interview people with jobs. Okay. Like if you sew wedding dresses, like I want to go talk to you about your day. Sure. Like that would be cool. Okay. That would be a fun thing. Yeah, that would be fun. I'll do it. Did you, what did you major in college? Uh, I went for telecommunications and communications and I didn't graduate from college. Oh, you didn't? No, I did not. Do you regret it? No. Oh, okay. Cause I, no, cause I see people that did graduate college and they're doing the same job that I am and yeah. they're also going after comedy or whatever. So it's not like they're going to ever probably get a real job or whatever. So I enjoyed the life experience that I had after that. I worked five years at an amusement park. And, uh, lived all over the Midwest and lived here. Like, I loved it. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. If my parents didn't pay for it, I don't think I would have finished college. No. Did you, did you enjoy it? Like, were you kind of done with school after high school or did you enjoy going to college? Um, I mean, I know you went to a bad college. I'm sure well, it was no, not fun. No, I went fun. to three colleges. I transferred a bunch. Oh, so you, after like the it. Christian school, you went somewhere no, else? No, I went to Iowa State. I went to Columbia College and then I graduated from North Park. Columbia College here in Chicago. Yeah. How did you not do well there? That's like an art school. How oh, because I majored in music business because I'm a fucking weirdo. <laughs> I'm like tone deaf. Okay. So what music, like you were going to be a manager or something? Or? Yeah, I was like, I'm going to book shows. Like I know what good music is. Okay. Like, <laughs> I don't listen to music. This might have come in handy with, with stand-up though later on. Like you might have learned some of the stuff. How to no, I hated it. No? I hated being there. I hated everyone there. <sighs> I hated it. What are they like? I mean, I see them standing outside. Everyone just like wanted to brag about like how much more experience they had, and I was like, "You're doing nothing. Like, yeah. you're not cool." One girl was on you Real World to Washington D.C. You seem to hate people that brag. Braggers that aren't upfront. Okay. Like when I call someone, I'm like, "Guess what? I got this." Sure. It's like totally like, "Yeah, I'm doing this. I'm really excited, and I want you to know, and I want you to say good job." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't like when it's like sly or like. In the conversations or trying to prove that you're better than someone yeah. else. Like, that bothers me. It's not like you're like, yeah, so then the other day I was hanging out with Nikki Glazer and we were like totally... I'm obsessed with her. I know you are. <laughs> um, I talk about her a lot. She'd probably be creeped out by how much I talk about her. So? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think she'd like it. But, I mean, I she just gave me 
a lot of knowledge that I'm really thankful for. Okay. And that's, so that's awesome. I try to talk about her a lot. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Yeah. You had a good time with her. She's a nice person. I yeah, understand. I've never met her, but she seems nice. The best. Yeah. She's the best. If you're listening to this, Nikki, I've heard you're amazing. <laughs> well, Kenny went to New York and, um, he was with me doing shows with her. Yeah. And so he said anyone that he brought her up to said nothing but nice things. Really? Cause I'm sure if you came, if like someone came to Chicago and was like, I know Lisa Traeger, like someone would be like, she's a con or like she did this or she's mm. whatever. But like he said, not one person said a main thing about it. Like everyone was just like raving about her. I want to talk more about that. You being a cunt thing. But before I do, I was down at the comedy attic in Bloomington uh-huh. and Joe and I went down for the open mic and the dude that runs the place, he was talking about how like apparently that was the first club that ever headlined her uh-huh. and about how like there were other clubs that were upset at that because they didn't think she was ready to headline and all this kind of yeah. stuff. Like I, I guess, uh, but he, you know, he saw something real and she's a very funny lady. That's nice. Now back to you being a cunt. Uh, I don't think that you are. I, I think you're a very that. nice person, but I do think people, uh, my, you know, we talked about that earlier. You yeah. come off whatever. Do you think that you, there would come a point where you would ever start like trying to be like? Uh, I am nicer? after the CJ thing with the text and yeah. me going into my email. Yeah, my sister's like, this is probably like a lesson to like really be nice and. Because um, I've seen some local comics who used to kind of be a little more jerky lately, have seemed to be friendlier towards people. Um. Yeah. I mean. I work at a in customer service, so mean people aren't not, like I don't enjoy working with them. Sure. And I think I'm like polite. Um, I'm nice to my friend. Like none of my friends would I don't think call me no, a cunt. Like I, I think, think so. I go out of my way to like make people happy. Um, that I care about, but like like we were talking about, we see so many people constantly that it's just like. Yeah. I had a long day at work or like I got into a fight with someone or like I'm really tired or I have a yeah. headache and I'm at this open mic because I have a big show that I have to get ready for and I don't want to talk. Yeah. I don't care to be nice to you and I don't care to watch your set. Yeah. And I'm going to go upstairs and it's like, you're not like, I don't think anyone owes me to pay attention to me. So you, I don't owe anyone else to like pay attention to them. Yeah. When I started, I sat by myself for months. And like did homework in the back while and like waited till number thirty something like everyone else and like sure. I didn't try to like well I did I actually kept beer in my car and I'd invite people to drink with me really yeah because I knew like I'm nervous and, like I didn't know what to do and I was like well all these people seem to really like to drink so I bought like a twenty four case uh-huh. and I kept it in my car and I don't even drink beer and like if someone would be kind of nice to me or like cool I'd be like hey I have beer in my car do you want to go drink. <laughs> <laughs> And then we would like drink in my car. So yeah. that's how I made like my first friends. Nice. Do you remember who your first friends were? Yeah. Bob Palos okay. was like my first friend. Yeah. And Nate was my first friend. Nice. Um, and like, I remember the people that were nice to me cause like Junior was really nice to me. Okay. Um, and like supportive and Danny and stuff. Like yeah. a lot of people were nice to me offhand, which was nice. nice. That's good. And I started a show really early on, so like that was kind of... The riot show? Yeah. Yeah. I was only three months into comedy. Why... Uh, I know... Why did that stop? It was just time. Okay. Yeah. Have you considered doing another no. one or no. you don't want to? I would never run a show again. Okay. Just it's so much work. It's rough. Yeah. And it's so stressful and I love the show, like the stage time and hosting and having like... A reason to bake cakes and book who we loved and giving people <laughs> sure. chances and yeah, having yeah. birthdays shows and holiday shows and like seeing great comedy. And we had like really spectacular. I was actually looking at the Bridgetown, like, li- like all the people in it. Yeah. And seven non-Chicago comics came through and have done Riot. Nice. Like the people up to like towards the top yeah. of the list. 
like cool people. Like a, for instance, like Aaron Jackson. Okay. Who's awesome. Seton Smith, like Bronger did it. Um, okay. What's his name? Oh, there's more people. John Huck, Alex Cole. Like, I don't know. I just feel cool. Yeah. That like, I know we had Hannibal the day. This is like, this is a bragging story for sure. But like the night that Hannibal got hired at SNL, he flew to Chicago and the first thing he did was do riot. Awesome. Like took a cab to riot and did it in the like a packed room. And we had to stall because his meeting went like, because he didn't know he was going to get a job at SNL. Sure, of course. So we all had to stall. Like everyone had to do extra time. Like all three of us went up. Like the crowd, it was like tight because people were there to see Hannibal. Yeah. And he's just like murdered in front of like this tiny room in the back of a rib restaurant. Yeah. The day he got an SNL, it did was he announce like, it? Like, did he say it? Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm in a really oh, good mood. And, like, but I was like so drunk and happy. Like I remember the set. But I remember just like laughing so fucking hard. Yeah. And like just loving it. And so we've had these moments where we had like Nick Fatterot and like yeah. Matt Bronger and stuff. So sure. It's just. I had a great time, but it's just a lot of fucking work. It is. Uh, we're about two months into the show that uh, Your Funniest Friends does, and it's a lot of work, and then it's also a lot of stress, because if no one shows up, we've disappointed this venue, and it's it's oh, it's so much. And the venue. I mean, if the venue was nice to us the whole time, if we had a supportive venue, yeah. I feel like comedians you should know just have like the best fucking venue. But I think it took them a while to get that For way. sure. Yeah. For sure. The, but like... Was Joe's not that worst human being really? I've ever met? I wish nothing but were bad things towards them. Wow! And Just you brought people, people in, like you were pretty full most of the time, right? No, they would. They'd said we were like. They, I mean, they're just bar owners, whatever. Yeah. Like, horrible people. Like, wanted to change specials all the time, and I was like, we can't. We're like printed and stuff. We have, we paid for flyers. You can't. Yeah. Change the special on us. You decided. Well, he was a. He does coke all the time. Okay. So he does like there would be. People that would call and be like, hey, my catering order, um, is it ready to be picked up? Our party's starting in an hour, and there's we did, had no idea there was a catering order. Really? Yeah. Or And so we did it once last minute, and then the people were like, we're vegetarians. All of this has me in it. Oh, did you work there as well? Yeah, I waitress oh, there. I and like, it was there. terrible. Okay. It was like this guy was on drugs, yeah. buying and prostitutes all the time, buying drinks, like eating food for free, like drinking the bar up with his prostitutes constantly yeah. and then like cutting the bus boys cutting ingredients like just doing awful things and not real like not paying vendors wow. um yeah. not having the special just like <laughs> stuff like that it was just sure. like so poorly run and after i quit like people weren't getting paid on time it went down to one bus boy like for a whole and, rest- mm-hmm. oh. wow. and they had coupons constantly and not like normal ones like mail out 10 15 coupons yeah and they were on restaurant and this and that and like just coupons all the time and then for the show he like the comics got two drinks and a meal and then he's like they have to choose and then he's like they can't get anything and i'm like then you're paying us yeah and like we try to make him sign a contract and he wouldn't and then he didn't want anyone getting free stuff and we're like fine then give us a cut of the bar and he wouldn't give us a cut of the bar yeah so i'm like well what do you want if you don't want us if you don't want us eating free food or getting the comics drinks why are we bringing you people to, that pay he, no he said he said he lost money on our show so then we said fine fuck the food give us half the bar yeah or 20% of the bar and he wouldn't do that either yeah so i'm like what exactly you're a, a coke addict yeah that's ridiculous and then his 19 year old girlfriend became the manager mm yeah and so that's when we ended it. Okay. After that happened, she like screamed at me 
like a huge fight and then I took off my coat and there was like I was like I'm gonna fucking punch you like it got really intense yeah and it was during Prashant's set and it was like super weird and then after that it was just we tried to find new venues okay but we weren't like none of us were committed enough to start over in a new venue sure and create something that was just like so special yeah that was so much talking no that's fine that was so long it's Matt Likes Girls it's not Matt Likes himself that's a whole different podcast. It's a lot of mess. And it ended all of us on like good terms. I mean, okay. we were stressed too. Sure. We each have jobs and lives and things. Yeah. And it was just like a lot. And what I loved about the show is like, even if the show was like a dud afterwards, like no show even still does this. Like everyone came to hang out. Yeah. It was like the hangout show. And I just felt really cool. I was always, uh, I always felt not co- like comedian enough to show up <laughs> as that. Like I live very close to there, yeah, but I would so- always be like, I don't know enough people. I'm not going to go. It's so stupid to feel that way because I'm sure people yeah. have been like, hey, how you doing? You're nice. Oh, yeah. Everyone. Yeah. There was just some nights that everyone was just like, just party central. It yeah. was just really fun. Nice. Well. It was fun. Every week, yeah. at least 20, 30 comics would come hang out. And it sucks that poor ownership is the reason why that ended. Yeah. Because it could have still been fun to this Well, day. now Lauren's in New York and I yeah. hear she's doing awesome. What does Renee do? I haven't seen her in forever. Um, Renee has like a career. Oh, she makes okay. like... Good, she's money. good at money. Yeah. I mean, she does graphic design. She's been doing it for like 10, 12 years and she's good at it. Okay. Nice. Like she made all of our flyers. Okay. And... She's incredible. I use your pictures every once in a while for uh, your funniest friends if we need a picture of a comedian. <laughs> like, there's just some comics that don't have photos on their Facebook. Well, I have so many. You have tons. When I, I see a, a photo album of a comedy show or comics around and town, and I'm not, I, I make a note. Yeah. I'm like, there's not enough photos of me. Please yeah. change that. Please make more photos of me. Well, yesterday, James Allen Camp came up to me and was like, here, I took a bunch of photos. Do you want to okay them? As long as he puts weird ones where I have a double chin. So, like, we, like, went through all my photos. I was like, I love it, love it, love yeah. it. Yeah. If, yeah. Uh, was it City of Chicago Comedy or Comedy of Chicago? I think it's Comedy of Chicago. It's a great website for Chicago comedy. Yeah, it's cute. I love Chicago comedy. It's a good time. I'm glad to be a part of it. I'm glad that you did this podcast. Oh, thank you. I feel like we've been talking for a while. Yeah, probably. I don't shut up. You don't shut up, but it's not in a bad way. I wasn't sitting here thinking like, Jesus, now, like I've done a few of these and this is nothing against anyone that's been on where I feel like it's a little more like I'm pulling information out of them. Yeah. Um, That is not a problem with you. No. I feel like if you do comedy, it's weird that if someone has to pull stuff out of you. Yeah. Well, I think some people are uncomfortable with the format of podcasting. They don't know what, they don't know if it's an interview or what it is. Like I love this. You asked me questions. I think you're the first person to like ask me questions. (laughs) So that is fun. Like that's, it should be a conversation. You just ask questions. Sometimes, (laughs) Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes for the people, yeah. Or do some bits, like Arena and I did some like little act oh, outs and stuff. That was super fun. But yeah. that's yeah. what Nikki was saying that when she she had to do radio and she's like, yeah, we do like bits and jokes and like you fuck around and I'm like, that seems stressful. Yeah, that would be Coming tough. Coming up with like how to ease your jokes into mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Isn't that what Bob and Tom is? Yes, but they seem pretty good at it. Like I think they're like the top echelon of those type of radio shows yeah i grew up with bob and Tom. not them personally i didn't know megan them. did yeah <laughs> she actually knows them yeah i did not know that all right they like cool. live in the neighborhood that's awesome um I, the, his, her mom would be on it really mm-hmm. as what i don't know you have to ask her i heard the story but once she was on it with um brett garrett Oh, like wow. back in the day or something yeah. you have to talk to her it's i do no i've been meaning to we just haven't been able to work it out what are you doing tonight 
Uh, I might go to an open mic. Her and her, her and uh, the mom are hosting trivia since I'm not going to be there. Her mom is going to help. Yeah, so that's, it's Megan and her mom at Bridget McNeil's. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, no, I love Bob and Tom. I'd love to do it someday before they die or whatever. Oh, they're old. Like they were around when I was a kid. Oh wow! Like I don't think they're gonna do this forever. So why not? Seems like a dream job. It's pretty good. They get to talk to comedians and stuff. You ever been like listen to that show or heard it? Or no, I'm really bad. I don't watch or do it. It's fun. No, it's it's a lot like this. Uh, let me try to think of of one of your jokes offhand, and it would. Some, I don't know, if you want to see a bad version of this, on Netflix, there's Byron Adlin, uh, comics on the I know that. That's, That's horrible. That's what I have, yeah. Yeah. These guys are, like, I think they do it well. It's more of like, I'm trying to think of, uh, Lisa, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, in the summertime, I don't have a good time when I go to the beach. I don't know. That's, is that a bad one? <laughs> yeah, I was trying but I get, to, no, I get what you're trying yeah. to do. I have seen Byron Allen. That's before though. But he's, he's so, he, it's on the exact opposite end of Bob and Tom. Like, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. Byron Allen is miserable. Like, trying to get, it's a 17 minute show without commercials and I can't watch the whole thing. It's that bad. But comics want to be on it, right? Well, it's exposure, sure, of course. If I had the chance, I would be on it in a minute. <laughs> but I just don't want to watch it. <laughs> okay. Because it's, because it's so poorly edited and, and all that kind of stuff. Do you watch lots of comedy? I do. Yeah, a lot of sitcoms mostly. But I watch like SNL and uh, stuff like that. But I've been getting into the uh, Celebrity Apprentice lately. It's the only reality show I watch. Do you watch a lot of reality TV? Mm-hmm. Nice. Mostly about like rich women or like fit women or yeah, like or, housewives of wherever. Yeah, or, or skills like like Project Runway. Okay. And Wh- Top Chef. Why? What about those shows? Do you like? Like what makes you tune the in? The skill ones. I like seeing people good at what they do and passionate about it. Okay, what about the other ones with the housewives? Do you just I only watch for a few seasons because then it gets really bad and all they do is go out to eat and talk shit. But yeah, they're just like crazy. I don't know what it is. Yeah, do you just like the cattiness of it or or what? I love Bethany. Her show always makes me cry. Bethany was a Real Housewife of New York, but she was a natural food chef, like a healthy chef, and like okay. lots of other stuff. And she was so cool that they gave her own show. And she was like forty and single, and like terrible childhood or whatever. Yeah. And she met this dude, so they did a show called Bethany Getting Married. So she got married at seven months pregnant, and they showed the birth and the honeymoon and all that stuff. Okay. And now it's Bethany ever after, and it's just her, her husband, building the career. But she's in charge of Skinny Girl Margarita. Oh yeah, yeah. So she's the I've CEO. Like yeah. She invented that, and nice. so now she has like a Skinny Girl like. Mo- like l- cleanses and yeah. makeup and moisturizers and like all this stuff and she caters towards like moms okay rich stay-at-home moms but i like her too yeah all right well that's good i don't know i, I really yeah. let you hang there i, I apologize um like that's i loved the simple show. life when it was on with nicole richie and paris holton like i loved that it's a nice fish out of water you put these people that would clearly never be in those yeah. situations <laughs> that is that is very funny well, hey, once you're eating again, we should go get some good food. Yeah, well, I'm going to have a salad. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> fine. You're allowed to have a salad. But at I'm some point in time, eat. if you ever want to eat again, I would like to do some family-style dining. I will. Yeah. Do they do family-style dining? We'll find uh, Maggiano's does it. I don't know if you like that sort of place. I love Maggiano's. Yeah, we can I'm go to Maggiano's. Maggiano's. You get like... Uh, you get two appetizers, I think, uh, two entrees and like desserts, and it's just, they keep coming. You know what? There's like seven dishes at Maggiano's that if you order one, yeah. you get to take a second one. Yes. home. Yeah. 
That's I get the rigatoni D, and they you. It's like you bought two meals. It's but you amazing. can you don't even have to get the rigatoni home. You can bring another one home. So oh. you can order fettuccine and take a lasagna home. Oh, that's that's fantastic. I mean, I love the rigatoni D so much that I yeah. would take another one of those home. <laughs> but it's it's a good time, and we'll sit and eat until we don't feel good anymore. Yeah, it'll be fun. Well, thank you for doing thank this. Thank you. You're welcome. Goodbye, Internet. Yay. Yay. This has been a Matt Riggs podcast production. Are you down with MRPP? Yeah, you know me. That was great.